Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate you joining me. I mean, quite a lot to talk about. Some of it miserable, a lot of it very, very happy. Let's be honest. Let's let's enjoy what we can, folks. Uh, and that World Cup victory 3-0 over Senegal yesterday. First half hour, just a little bit, just a little bit nerve-wracking. And then relax. Uh, and then we enjoyed three fabulous goals. And uh, just a really great result for us into the quarterfinals against France. Um, got a couple of questions for you this morning. Uh, one is, let's have a bit of fun over the World Cup. Um, given that we're going to be facing uh, France, in the quarterfinals next Saturday night. Uh, put it in your diaries. Um, how would you celebrate a win over the French? I'd like to be able to read them out on air, so, you know, the usual rules keep them clean. Um, but also with rail strikes over Christmas uh, going ahead uh, after rail unions rejected a pay offer, I want to know whose side are you on? And tell us why as well. Uh, do get in touch. You can tweet me at Talk TV. You can text the word Talk to 8722. We'll get as many of your messages uh, to uh, on air as we can. Uh, joining me all this morning to chat about all of the important stories and some of the unimportant ones as well. Diary Editor of The Spectator, James Hill. Good morning to you. You. You've had a lovely big smile on your face since you arrived this morning, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's football related. It's certainly not. Oh, I'm really happy about strikes, uh, <laughs> or, or, or 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 the Keir Starmer's announcement of the biggest ever transfer of power from Westminster, or, or the Meghan and Harry documentary. I'm going to take a punt. It's the World Cup. Absolutely, and uh, let's just say I remember coming on Talk TV last year, the day after we lost the Euros, and that was absolutely miserable. So I'm very happy to be here on a Monday morning, uh, just after we've beaten Senegal three 0 in a wonderful, confident display. And um, it gives great hope, even against the French team on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, 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 I mean, let's face it. Till Till Jordan Henderson scored the first goal, there's a little bit of like, <laughs> okay, guys, come on, can we get can, can, you know we got, we got used to a few, Heart you know, and mouth, yeah. a few, I mean, we like our sort of six goals. Thank you very <laughs> much. Yes, and then it was relaxed. I tell you, the thing I find really encouraging is, and I don't know anything about these things, but but I'm not even going to pretend is that we have. So many players who are mm. good. So three different goals. We've had, was it eight different goal scorers now yep. so far? Um, and, and we've got, you know, Jude Bellingham and Phil Foden setting up. Well, there is just so much breadth. Yep. Um, and it's so, it's not just defensive. My husband goes on and on about, we've got our defence is terrible. We've got no defence. Doesn't rate our keeper. And he's like, I'm like, 
Well, we've had a clean sheet for, was it six matches yeah. now? Well, well we, we scored 12 goals, which is more goals in this last World Cup and this World Cup than the, all the World Cups between 1998 and 2014. And we've only conceded two. So uh, England has scored more goals than any Take other team that. in this World Cup. And it's a young team. So, okay, exactly. even if it doesn't work out next Saturday. Believe in the future. This is it. I, mean, so I, I at the beginning of the World Cup, I always put all the dates in. Yeah. And, and possible, I've got the question mark. Could be if we are in the quarterfinal. And question mark, if we are in the semifinal, this is where we might be at. Leave those dates free. So we've got the Saturday night, like, okay. Um, if we did win against France, now it's a hard, yeah. let's face it, it's a hard one. They're the best I mean, team. They're the, yeah, they're the best team in the world. They're, they're, yeah. they're, the, they're the defenders. And the, the holders, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and, and mm, I mean, I do worry about Mbappe's confidence levels. So, I mean, that, that man needs some... <laughs> That man probably needs a little bit of therapy to boost <laughs> to boost his his self worth yeah, and his self, record his self yeah. esteem. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I mean, could we could we do it? And if so, how would you celebrate? Ah, uh, okay. Well, first, the easy question. I, obviously, twenty eighteen last time we had that great run. That's because a lot of big teams got knocked out. This time it's a bit different, and the likelihood is if we beat France, who are the best team, uh, we then have Portugal or Spain in the quarters, yeah. and then probably Brazil in the yeah, semis. Yeah, we got not an easy run no. through. <laughs> so I think uh, celebrations are a little bit uh, perhaps premature. But the but, but France, you could argue that France is probably a harder team to beat than the other three. Well, I, I, yeah, exactly. So if they beat this team, yeah. it's only going to go up from here because that would be suddenly England to have beaten the best team in the world. Confidence and levels. Exactly. Yeah. Young team. Uh, winning is a habit uh, and it would only take off. I think I'd, I think I would probably just sort of pass out in a sort of uh, St. George's uh, stained uh, state of inebriation <laughs> for three days. I mean, I worry for my own health if England did win the World Cup, but um, very excited. I would lose my mind. No, not, uh, it I'd would say, be fantastic. There, uh, there will be arguments from us, but we're, we're, we're going to be abroad, but we, we've already, we already booked the bar. <laughs> we're going to watch at 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> for the going? final. Oh, Antigua again. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't get angry with me. It's why I work all week and why I work all year to do those things. Um, let's also talk about someone who wasn't playing yesterday, mm. Raheem Sterling. Uh, we found out in the morning that he'd uh, gone back to England um, and it, it emerged after the match last night and they were talking about it as a family matter and I can, it was one of the thoughts I had, like, hold on a minute, maybe this is why and it was he, an armed robbery at his home uh, while his wife and very young children were at home. I mean, this is not the first time, remember, I mean, I remember very vividly Ian Wright when he was commentating at the World Cup in Brazil mm. um, and, and he, he disappeared and this had happened to his family and we've seen it happen to other footballers when Premier League matches are going ahead. I mean, absolutely awful for his family, awful for him. But I do not. And he's—they've had a, an attempted break-in before, haven't they? Yes. Why? Oh, why does the England team or the Premier League teams they work, they, they play for? Why do they not just have somebody just provide a security person at their home whenever they are playing away? Because the whole world—you may as well you're advertising. Mm. Hello, I'm away. Well, quite. And you think about all the amount of money and the time and effort that's spent on these 1% gains and these elite footballers in terms of keeping their preparations right, all the things they need to prepare for penalty shootouts, for instance. Yep. Imagine the burden it takes when your family's at home and you suffer a break-in. I always get slightly annoyed when it's robberies referred to as non-violent crime because it has sure. psychologically, it is it shakes you. Even a burglary. Exactly. Exactly. Even someone, someone coming into your home, mm. your safe Invades place. your place. And, and, and taking even... And it doesn't matter if it's like money or jewellery or whatever it is. It's being in your home mm. is the bit and going through your private Your family stuff. as well and that's and that's as you say it's not the first time John Terry had a similar break in a few years ago uh, and so I think that there's definitely a question I think probably about you know some kind of security for these people because uh, I just don't know why it's not in place already and the, and the amount of money that's sloshing around as well you think they could the probably shell out and also, yeah. but also you've got to remember these homes I mean you know Mm. we've always had when we go away because we've always had neighbours 
relatives who come and stay. They come and stay at our place. And they think we're, do- they- we're doing them a favour. No, no, you're doing me a favour. Everyone knows my way. I know I know I've got someone in my home. I, I feel so much more relaxed if anything yeah. goes wrong, you know, frozen pipes or anything. We know we've got, we've got someone there. Um, but, th- but there's the, uh, you know, I'm, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have any bling. There's nothing to steal. Yeah. I mean, you know, Whereas, you know, young Premier League footballers, I, mean, I think there was the whole some... place is just dripping with, you know, 60 grand Rolexes and things. Your reports are £300,000 worth of watches. Yeah. Um, but I mean, let's just hope he returns, honestly. And um, you don't see anything more yeah, like this. Yeah, he's been the start of the whole thing. OK, we are not going to talk just about football. I um, I do understand not everyone wants Shame. to do that. I know. Yes, exactly. James <laughs> I would per- happily. <laughs> James would be perfectly happy doing that. Like, let's talk about some politics. Um, uh, let's talk about the RMT and the Aslef at the rail units. They have rejected an offer from the train operating companies um, and will go ahead with their mm. whole season of festive strikes. It's up to Christmas, during Christmas, after Christmas. Um, it's going to affect an awful lot of people. And of course, there's work to rule effectively the rest of the time. Um, they've been offered four percent a year for, for, for two years so backdated uh, to April this year and then over the next years changing a lot of their working practices this Sunday working overtime and things like that um they do get paid a lot of it. I mean, basically, the entire rail system is operated on the basis of, oh, would you mind awfully doing some overtime and working at the weekend? I mean, which is absurd in a 24-7 uh, world. Um, um, 4% a year over two years. We're told it's 8%. Well, no, it's 4% a year. It is well below inflation. Mm. It's not that much above inflation last year. Um are they right to reject this offer? Whose side are you on? I'm going to ask that question this morning. Whose side are you on? I mean, it's there was a, there was a st- in the, the story which is running on the front page of the Telegraph today. There was a point with one government uh, insider who just said that you know most people would take that offer uh, if they were in any kind of industry at the moment because of the pressures facing it. Um, and I think that the problem with inflation is it makes everyone it makes all politics scratchy and it puts yeah. people, workers off against each other. And the point is, do you would you give a pay rise to RMT workers rather yeah. than health workers? Um, um, I don't hold, I mean, I, I think obviously it's going to be a very difficult time, particularly after the last couple of years of COVID. Uh, I personally don't, um, you know, I, I won't hold against someone for, for striking themselves in their own position. I can understand, yeah, perfectly completely. understand I mean, why they want to withhold their If I were one of these workers, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think it's going to be the question of what kind of state we want the, the, the government and the public to look like uh, when it comes up to the next election. And so far, across the political spectrum, no one's danced that. I mean, Labour aren't joining any strikes, but they're also not offering what, answering the question about what they would offer. Well, the, no, whenever instead. they're asked, they say, well, we we think there should be a fair pay deal. Okay, what, and what is what, that what number? Exactly, yeah. well, what is that number? I mean, the reality is, it, it is. It would seem to me to be perfectly fair that people should ask for at minimum inflation level pay rises. Mm. Can we afford? What am I looking at? If, if it was just inflation only, twenty eight billion, uh, 28 across billion the whole public cost. sector, and I mean that is just, that's more than. And most again, so departments. so to raise that money, we're either going to have to spend more of our money, we'll cut other services, exactly. spend more of our money on, on. I think if you took that out as debt mm. on servicing debt, we're all already spending well over a hundred billion, aren't we? Yeah. Um, is it 160 billion on, on yeah. something like that? Servicing, Servicing our debt every year. Uh, well, this year, because of the extra cost of interest rates going up. Um, or, or you're looking at raising that in taxes. Well, those taxes would have to go up for people in the public sector. But also, there's no way the private sector are going to put up, OK, yeah, public sector get those pay rises, but we'll all just sit around and not get it. You'll then see more waves of strikes in the private sector, mm. more people demanding that. Or they move to the public sector, private sector have to wage, raise wages too, which would be great for people, except, of course, that cost then gets him passed on to the customer. Inflation, oh, and then all our prices go up even more. And then your wage rise ain't going to cover it. I mean, but in each individual circumstance, it is in everyone's personal interest Mm. to get an above inflation pay rise. It is in their personal interest for everyone else not to. Exactly. 
and this is the weird thing about inflation it sets everyone off against each other and particularly where we've got the the scenario it looks like with the rmt is that they're working in some kind of coordination official or otherwise with other people with other industries and strikes you know rail mail everybody uh, you know health as well and that's when it becomes a huge pressure on the government and governments can fall from this you remember 78 79 um thing is, is i'm content. actually old enough to actually remember 78 79 and being sent home from school and rubbish piling Nonsense. up in the streets i am that old <laughs> james is james is looking at me in disbelief the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio thanks for listening to the julia hartley brewer daily if you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the talk radio breakfast show every weekday from 6 30 until 10 when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.